Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another episode of Injured Reserve Podcast with me, myself, and I, your host, Mitchell Anderson. So, man, let me get right into it. I apologize to all my listeners out there. For the record, it's been a crazy month with school and work and whatnot. It's just I haven't had the time, and for that, I do deeply apologize for the inconvenience of not having so many episodes out for the past month. But let's update... And uh, let's get right back into it. So LeBron goes to the Lakers. We already updated about that in my previous episode in the whole uh, 150 mil contract, four years. Now a lot of people are speculating that uh, they're going to go straight to the championship in their first year, which is as highly doubtful. Ooh, excuse me, hold on. Uh, I need to get my coffee in for the morning, but... A lot of people think they're going to be a top-notch seed in the Western Conference. Keyword, Western Conference. That ain't going to happen in the wild, wild west. If if he was in the Eastern Conference, it would have been different. But top three, no, not even, not even close. They're not going to get that three seed. First season, they're going to get six, probably seventh seed. Be out in the first, second round. It's that simple. This is a different ball game. I know we're talking about LeBron James, but still. Western Conference. It's a different kind of breed. Alright? Like, damn near every team in the Western Conference is an all-star team. The only all-star team really was, for a brief moment, was in the in the when uh, LeBron was in the East with Cleveland, it was Cleveland itself. LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Love, you know, those big three, that was it. But with that being said, there's no way in hell it's gonna happen. So, uh, let's jump into some football. Thank God. Football season's finally back. Preseason's underway about a week ago now. And, man, (laughs) um, Ben Roethlisberger goes down with a head injury, concussion, protocol. Uh, He's entering his 14th season, and um, who knows how well that's going to go this season. Uh, Could this be the time for Mason Rudolph or Joshua Dobbs or Landry Jones? Because we know all that time, you know, if all our time is undefeated, eventually it's going to catch up to y'all. So, um, man, I don't know. Uh, he, I'm just curious because they gave him a speculation when he, when he hit his head, like no one hit him. So it's just like, did, did he just trip and fall and hit his head and get concussed or whatever? I, I don't know. I'm just really curious on how that went down. But uh, man, I, I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a centric season. Um, New England, uh, obvious favorites in the AFC again. Philly with their quarterback drama, Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. Like uh, you can't even get rid of a Super Bowl MVP. Uh, even the mayor of Philly said that. So it's just like so you have a Super Bowl MVP quarterback. And he threw for over 400 yards in the Super Bowl. And he's your backup. So the speculation now is, does Carson Wentz come back as the same dude before the knee injury? Or is it like a knee injury, like a RG3S? Like, uh, how's that going to go? But I don't know, man. It's it's going to be tough. It's going to be... It's, it's going to I would... 
It's a blessing and a curse because not many teams get this kind of situation where you have a Super Bowl MVP and a league MVP candidate on the same team in the same position. So I'm really odd how this is going to work out. It's one thing to have, like, you know, running backs. Like, you can have a dual running back combo and be lethal. Jacksonville did it about 10 years ago with Maurice Jones, Drew, and Fred Taylor. Um, mad props to anyone that remembers that combo and Fred Taylor. Uh, those two are definitely future Hall of Famers. Or um, Pittsburgh did it when their Super Bowl run for Super Bowl 40 with Deuce Staley and uh, Jerome Bettis. And hell, I think they did it in 08 too. It was Willie Parker and then... Uh, God, there was someone else too. I can't remember, but uh, but no, but but basically, what I'm trying to say is, when it comes to teams and running backs, anyone can work that out. Carolina, uh, D'Angelo Williams, Jonathan Stewart. Uh, it's always nice that when you have two running backs, both have a thousand yard seasons in the same season. It takes a lot of pressure off your quarterback. But. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> and then, man, if anyone's uh, gotten the new Madden 19, that game is just the most it's frustrating game. It makes you want to punch a baby. I'm just being honest. <laughs> this is the first Madden I bought in five years since Madden 25. And I, this game, there's so many new updates and features, it's nuts. And, man, I... Who knows how realistic the game is? I mean, it's pretty realistic I, for the most part. The running is a little eccentric in the game. But, man, I'm pit, I, when I'm Pittsburgh in my franchise mode, Le'Veon Bell's hurt all the time. Hence why <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, man, that's why we don't give you all that big contract extension. We offer you a big contract and you want more. And that's exactly why because something tells me He's going to get hurt this season. Not simply due to the fact that it was a Madden simulation, but he's been injury prone before in the past. He's These past two seasons, he's went off, yes. But prior to that, he was on and off simply due to knee injuries. So, I don't know. I think this season he'll get hurt, and then uh, he'll reconsider that contract. That we uh, gave him in the first place. I think James Conner is going to have a solid season this year. I think he's one of those running backs. It's just straight old school. Just run up the gut. Just, you know, just one of those bruiser running backs. Um, he's just one of those guys got average four or five yards of carry. Up the gut. Nothing flashy. No juke. No, you know. No highlight reel, but he gets the job done. And then um, I think <clears throat> I think Deshaun Watson comes back better than ever this year. Sucks about when he had that torn ACL, but I think he'll be back. Houston will be. Uh, I think they'll be a serious threat. <clears throat> uh, the question is, can JJ Watt stay healthy? He's been injury prone for the past two seasons. Hasn't been really relevant for that team for quite a while now. So it's just like, can he stay healthy? 
His brother, T.J. Watt, has been going off in Pittsburgh last season, so he's going to be pretty huge for that defense this year as well. So, and then Aaron, Rod- <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers, they're going to run the NFC North. Sorry, Lions fans. It, it's true. Aaron Rodgers runs the NFC North. Matt Stafford is, he's all right. <laughs> In the wise words of Jalen Ramsey, the quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who went off it. And basically he's told the uncut truth, in which I loved it. Because what I don't get is fans want athletes to be honest until they're 100% honest. Then they'd be like, oh, they talk too much. It's like Jalen Ramsey gave y'all his opinion on every single quarterback in the league, and it was awesome. He was authentic. He was real. He was just being... he. Y'all asked him a question, what do you think of the quarterbacks of each team in the league? And he gave y'all an answer. Stafford, he's like, oh, he's okay. <laughs> I mean, who'd he say? Oh, God. Who did, man, some of his comments were hilarious. Some of them were kind of like a bit of understatement, like, uh, come on now. Some of them, it's like he was respectable. Like, you know, he said Deshaun Watson, Derek Carr, next, you know, five, ten years, they're going to be, they're going to be those guys, that dude. That would be the franchise type. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, Derek Carr, quarterback under John Gruden now. Ten-year contract, 100 mil. So a lot of, a lot of pressure on that on the, on the west, west Coast for John Gruden in uh, Oakland. Or should I say L.A. Or uh, Las Vegas. Whatever. I, I, I don't know. So many teams are moving nowadays, so I'm not even sure. Um, ouch, oh, excuse me, I'm just waking up about an hour ago, stretching, cracking, Uh, 25 years old, but I feel like I have a 40-year-old body, (laughs) um, but yeah, Jalen Ramsey went off, in case any, some of y'all didn't know that, he gave his 100% absolutely positive comments on every single quarterback in the league, which I think, like, a reason why I said some of his comments were an understatement and very untrue is simply due to the fact that he did critique Ben Roethlisberger and said Tony Brown makes him look better. He said he just chucks the ball up, which is, I don't know, perhaps slightly true, but keep in mind, Ben did win two Super Bowls without Antonio Brown, so that's just pretty much an understatement, so. And then, uh, I'm trying to think of the person he criticized earlier this week. And he just said, he's like, yeah, he completely sucks. Yeah, uh, let's see, a couple quarterbacks. He said Dak Prescott's all right. He's all right, you know, so. But, uh, oh, man, that's going to bother me now. But, oh, well. Uh, but, anyhow, um. Uh, Yes, Madden 19, I give it 8 out of 10. Not too shabby. Like I said, running game is low eccentric. Uh, the reason why I say eccentric is when you're running the ball, you run up the hole, you have open space, you have a whole ton of field vision, field room, and all of a sudden some defense alignment or someone comes out of nowhere, runs like a 4-2 somehow, and tackles your guy. So you go from like a 10-yard gain to like a 3-yard gain. It don't make no sense to me, but I don't know. Um, man, 
but uh, all right. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to take a quick break, and we'll be back very shortly to Andrew Preserve Podcast. Welcome back to Inch Reserve Podcast. Man, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I've been doing online schooling for the summer, and I am absolutely positively sick and tired of being sick and tired. Hence, I'm, man, I am tired of going to school. I got trade school in the upcoming fall. I start next month, September 5th, here in Flint, Michigan at Mott Community College. I'm going to school at Columbia Southern University here online from a major in business and marketing. I got my associate's degree. I got that all the way. Man, uh, I'm just, I'm tired. I, I don't know what the rest of y'all, but it's just like, you graduate high school to get a paper, right? You get that paper, and now you got to do more cl- classes, more courses, more syllabuses, yeah, you have to do papers to get another paper. And after you get that paper, you have to go and get another paper by doing more papers. Thus, once you get those papers, you're finally certified in that particular field. And guess what? You don't get to do your job in that particular field. That just seems like the norm nowadays. I have so many friends that have college degrees and aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Because, you know, student loan debt and whatnot, and some reason people aren't hiring it. When, it, when they finally graduate, and they're like, oh, you'll have no experience. It's like, yeah, no shit. It's because you haven't hired me in that particular field that I'm trying to do. But, I don't know. That's just that little side rant I have for y'all. And sorry if you're cussing, but, hey. Anyhow, hence why I'm going to a trade school. Trade schools are up. Electrician, welding, uh, engineering. That kind of thing, plumbing. Anyhow, let's get back into it. So, NFL season is about three weeks away, or regular season. College football is less than three weeks away. And, man, I cannot wait. I don't know about the rest of y'all. Sorry, I get my second coffee in. Because after this, I got... A uh, whole bunch of homework, and I'll be doing that for the next couple of hours. Um, man, <laughs> what's y'all's prediction? I hate to admit it, but right now it's looking pretty solid that Alabama's gonna do it again this year. Now, me being a Michigan fan for the Wolverines, I've been telling everyone all season. There's absolutely, positively no excuse for Jim Harbaugh and the Wolverines. They have to win every single game this season. They have to beat Michigan State. They have to beat Ohio State. I don't want to, I'm not gonna, I'm not one of those typical Michigan fans that are like, yeah, we almost had it, but then so-and-so, there's that blown call and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear it. Look. Yeah, was there a couple close calls, heartbreakers the past two seasons against Ohio State? You, yeah, you bet your ass, absolutely. That's no excuse. A loss is a loss. 
Ohio State beat us. Same thing with Mich- Michigan State. It's just like, look, man, we are one in five. I think, I, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure we are one in five in the last three seasons against Michigan State and Ohio State. Like, that's, that ain't right. That ain't, that, like, nah, that, that ain't gonna run with me. I don't know about the rest of the Michigan fans, but me being a Michigan fan, I'm very heavily cr- critical of my teams. Same thing with Pittsburgh. Very heavy critical with my team. Because I hate to sound one of those fans and be like, well, you know, uh, reflect on the past and whatnot. Like, look, man, the past is the past. It's just like, the only time, the only time I bring up, like, previous Super Bowls when it comes to my Pittsburgh Steelers is when it comes to fans that trash my team and yet their team has no Super Bowls at all. A lot of y'all Lions fans, for some particular reason, like to talk like my cousin. I don't get it. I don't know why. It's like, you like trashing other teams, yet your team has no Super Bowls in your franchise yet. You make Matthew Stafford the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, and yet he is 0-2 in the playoffs. Tell me how that makes sense. What the, what do the kids say? Don't at me. <laughs> but, uh... Not to get too off topic. Uh, I love y'all Lions fans. I support... I, I want to root for Detroit, but you Lions fans make it hard sometimes, damn it. <laughs> but, um... Uh, well, Michigan fans, let's be real. Let's be real now. Let's be real. This this has to be the season. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. He has no quarterback. He has no this. Look, man. I do not... I don't want to hear it. No excuses this season. It's it's we have to make it to the national title game. We have to. And if we lose, okay, we lose. But hey, that that's progress, isn't it? We got to go to that BCS. We got to make it to the playoffs. But. uh they, they ha- he has to beat Ohio State, Michigan State this year. Now, truth be told, were there a couple plays where you know it could have been like, like three and three, four and two scenarios? Absolutely. That one punt debacle against Michigan State. <laughs> that I know a lot of y'all remember that one. Um, Michigan about to punt the ball away, under a minute to play. And uh, <laughs> the, the snap, I can't remember if it was the snap or the punter, but nonetheless, the snap got messed up. Punter debacles the football. It's a fumble, Michigan State. Returns it for a touchdown with less than a minute to go against Michigan at the big house. I'm going to say that was four years ago. I can't remember, though. And then... Uh, Ohio State, a couple close calls. Uh, last season, uh, who we have? It was like Jack O'Corn or I can't remember. The quarterback, the quarterback we had last year was like decent, but he was poochies. Was it Jack O'Corn or whatever? Nonetheless, our quarterback was Jack. But even with a bad quarterback, we were still hanging in there. Like we had less than. Two minutes to go, and then 
he ends up throwing a pick on the final drive. It was if Michigan was the score. Sorry, I don't have my laptop on me right now, but if Michigan was the score, uh, they would have they would have won the game because it was a field goal. I want to say it was a field goal game. On let's see, because my laptop is updating right now. It might have. Let's see here. And then uh, the year prior to that, to Michigan Ohio State, it was at Buckeye Nation. And then the Buckeyes, in which, to be perfectly honest with you, an unbiased opinion, in the final play, or one of the final plays, um, they're run the ball, the quarterback scrambles, Michigan's on defense. Michigan stops him on fourth and short, and somehow he gets the first down, which I don't doesn't make sense because considering the fact that Michigan, like I thought that's what like the referee for like the change was for, like a measurement of the football, like a. Uh, let's see here, what game was that? So, so duh, duh, duh. let's see here. Okay, so it was 31 to 20, but going into the fourth, it was 21 20. So that's what happened. So, how State ended up getting a field goal? John O'Corn, that's who it was. Oh, man. And then. The year prior to that, thirty twenty-seven in OT. That's right. That was an overtime game. That was a really good game. Oh man. But, nonetheless, truth be told, the Big Ten is the hardest conference in college football now. You got Michigan State, you got Penn State, you got Wisconsin. Hell, even Iowa has its run. Um, man, the Big Ten is hard now. It wasn't what it was 10 years ago, that's for sure. 10 years ago, it was the SEC hands down. But now, different ball game. Alabama. Bama, truth be told, Bama, they, they'll have like two, three big games on their schedule. That's it. But Big Ten, it's almost like every season when it comes to conference conference play. What are you doing? Get that out of your mouth. Sorry, I'm talking to my dog. You really? You're going to eat a napkin? You're about that life? Huh? You're smarter than that. Huh? <sighs> but, uh. I don't know. Like I said, 10 years ago, SEC was dominant. They were scary. It ain't like that no more. It's the Big Ten. Big Ten is scary, man. It ain't no joke. I mean, Wisconsin, they're always scary. Why is my computer acting up, of course, when I want to look up the Big Ten? There we go. 
But Penn State, Michigan, Purdue, Iowa, Ohio State. Man. It's it's gonna be scary this year, man. It's a it's a different kind of breed nowadays. Hell, let's even check out the top twenty-five preseason. Oh man. Alright, here we go. Now, as of today, preseason polls, cars. Uh, there's Bama, Clemson, Ohio State. So, Ohio State and Wisconsin, so there's two Big Ten teams ranked in the top ten. No, name it three, but Penn State at number nine, Michigan State at 12, Michigan at 14, Notre Dame at 11. That's the Second game of the season, Michigan-Notre Dame, I think. It's going to be nuts because it's in South Bend, a night game. Wow, let's see. Central Florida at 23, Boise State at 22. Florida State at 19. They had, they were surprisingly a down team last year, 7-6. and six. Poochies. But, oh, like I said, Michigan... Ohio State and uh, Michigan State, Harbaugh, get the job done. No excuses this year. Michigan fans, I want to hear, oh, we don't have a quarterback or this happened or this particular play. Look, Alabama has been winning games with a quarterback who couldn't throw last season, okay, at all. And then they put in a freshman quarterback in the national championship and win the game against Georgia. So I don't want to hear it. But, uh, man. Wait, you need to go outside? Uh-oh. Sorry. Talking to my dog again. Go outside. Looks like we're about to get some rain. Hopefully. I'm, I'm over summer, man. I want fall to be here. I love fall. Fall's my favorite season. It's football season. You got Thanksgiving. Just that fall vibe. That fall smell, the changing of the leaves. I don't care if you <laughs> if you call me a little coomsy coomsaw. I do not care. I'm sick of this summer heat. Man, it drives me nuts. You have no idea. It's like, look, man. I'm 5'9". I am 215 pounds, but I, I sweat easily. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know if it's in, like, my DNA. Like... I sweat easily as it is. I always have. Like, when I go to the gym, I sweat like crazy. I go for a run. I went for a run last night. I started back up running again. And, man, <laughs> one of two things is I know I'm out of shape since I've been out the service. And number two is um, I sweat like crazy. No doubt. I don't stop sweating. Once I start running and I'm done running, I don't stop sweating. I just sweat profusely. And I breathe like that one little kid in the wheelchair from Malcolm in the Middle. That's always wheezing all the time. <laughs> but, uh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Football season's, oh, it's my favorite time of the year. Cannot wait. So other than that, all summer really I haven't done anything. I don't know about the rest of y'all. 
I like how every summer we always plan like, oh, we're gonna do this, this, and this in the summertime. And we really do like maybe one, maybe two. Like the most produ productivity I've done this summer is I gone to a concert. That was it, Godsmack, Shinedown. Definitely recommend them. They're a great concert to go to. They're fun, they're really good, they're really authentic. Their music was real. It wasn't, you know, like, some of, you get some of those bands or artists that get like, they sound good in the studio, but when you go see them live and they're just trash. So, this isn't one, isn't one of them, which I was so relieved and happy, considering the fact that these two bands are like one of my all-time favorite artists. I've been listening to them since I was like 10. But uh, I went and saw them at uh, DTE. Uh, make it easier on y'all. It's considered Detroit, but it's not. But DTE Energy event field or whatever it's technically outside detroit it's like in clarkson or whatever so i <sighs> but uh but i hope the i hope y'all summer's been do been doing better than mine man i just been working stressed out school and yeah that's about it man i am uh i'm 25 years old i'm too stressed out for this Hopefully the adults that told us in high school that your 20s era is overrated and they said 30s era is your best time of your life. Hopefully they're right. Because, man, I'm still figuring out the kinks here in my 20s. I'm halfway through my 20s. It's halftime. And I played a sloppy first half. But it's all right. I'm looking to have a rally come my late 20s. I didn't hear no bell yet in the wise words of Rocky Bell Bowl. But man, that being said, I'm going to take a quick break and y'all are listening to Injured Reserve Podcast. Welcome back, and this is Andrew Reserved. Man, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but if any of y'all are good at financial management, organizational theory and behavior, please feel free to contact me, get a hold of me, because these courses just are literally just the worst. I, I am struggling in these courses, but I'll get the job done eventually, but man... It's just time-consuming is all. Pretty much I hate reading, so. Oh, man. So, Dragon Ball Z. Akira Toriyama. The main man, the myth, the legend. The original of Dragon Ball. The guy that started it all. Revealed that Dragon Ball Super's new movie... Well, they are bringing back Broly. The question not that him being canon, I guess, is uh, kind of... I don't know. I can't remember. I think I read somewhere that he's not. Considering the fact that this is all new. All new backstory. New him. All the original movies that came before that uh, never happened. So, so really curious how I'm going to do this. Hopefully, man, I got a lot of high hopes. It comes out. I think the Japanese version comes out in December, and then the the English cast comes in uh, January, I think. But 
pretty hyped about that. Uh, a lot, a lot of fans were fan favorites of Broly, and just, just how overpowered he was as a villain, and just, uh, just to see that. So, a lot of fans are hyped about that. I'm excited for it. So and so, and then uh, I believe Dragon Ball Super's should be. Ooh, excuse me. Um, they should be all cut up soon by the end of next month. I want to say for Dragon Ball Super, when it comes to the just the regular episodes with the tournament of power and whatnot. Um, my roommate's been watching My Hero Academia, which a lot of people tell me is good. And if y'all have any input about it, I'd be more than happy to check it out. Lately, I haven't been watching a whole lot. If it hasn't been homework, video games, it hasn't even been video games. Well, kind of a little bit this past week, I can't lie. But uh, other than that, work, school, and then basically Sons of Anarchy, which is a very hype show. I know I'm super late on it. And if y'all haven't checked it out, check it out. It's on Netflix, the whole... The whole series. It's a lot of lot of trifling people in that show. Best way I can describe it, it's like it's like Game of Thrones, but for a motorcycle gang, basically. And now they're coming out with a follow-up to that series with the uh, the Mine MCs, which is another opposing gang in that series. So that comes out in September, in which I'm pretty hyped about that. So that's gonna be dope because one of the guys starring in that show, his name is Vincent Rocco Vargas, who was an Army veteran, and I actually had the obliged to meet him while I was in, in in the Army at the time down in El Paso. So, high hopes for that show. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty hyped about that. So, but man, um, trying to think. Uh, and if y'all haven't seen Avengers Infinity War, for God's sakes, go check it out now. It's on DVD and Blu-ray. And man, just, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, and if you haven't seen that movie and you haven't seen any of the spoilers, then kudos to you, because it's, it's damn near impossible during this era of time, so... But that's out now, and then Deadpool 2 for DVD and Blu-ray should be out pretty soon as well. Uh, I believe uh, August 25th, I want to say, so. Which, again, another movie I highly recommend. Very funny, very dark, but that fits my description of sense of humor. Oh, man. But uh, I'm trying to think if anything else comes out. I heard Ant-Man and the Wasp was pretty solid. So. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Spider-Man game for PlayStation 4. Any of y'all that got the PlayStation 4 platform, that comes out in September as well. That game looks dope. A lot of kind of get that Batman vibe of the Arkham S type, I want to say. Um, so. This game won't be as dark as the Arkham's. But uh, basically the Batman Arkham Trilogy is that series, you know, the epitome of video game games for uh, superheroes. Like, 
that that's the standard. When you have Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy, that's the epitome of that basically. <sighs> oh man. Uh, I just can't. A lot of fall games, man. Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2 gameplay. That got revealed. That looks dope. You're going to get your lot of time and hours out of that game. You're definitely going to get your money's worth in that one. That's going to be fun. Can't wait for that. But, uh, this fall, it's going to be nuts. Fallout 76 come out in November. Uh, it's just, it's going to be a good time, though, no doubt, so, uh, but, hey, that's all I got for the day, again, I sincerely apologize to all my fans out there, and all the viewers, I, man, i just been so caught up, it's been wild, I'll try and stay consistent, I know I said that in the past, but I'm sorry, but, uh, for the time now, again, I apologize, thanks for y'all listening to Engine Reserve Podcast. This is Mitchell Anderson signing off. Y'all have a great day. God bless.